So hello and I'm really excited today because this is really something I'm going out of my way of just including China in my episodes. It has been long, long ago since I ever talked a topic about North Korea or to be exact any other country in the world. Yeah, I do mention India in many ways and many, many things, but they all just don't make sense. I'm really this time I'm really using a new recording software from Dolby, which has been released recently in March. I think, yeah, it is doing a great job. <laughs> Sorry for talking in Trump, uh, Trump-like speech, but yeah, I'm just talking for Joe. I'm just talking uh, like chit-chatting with you. Don't think, don't take it seriously. So yeah, now, you know, like it is happening. Uh, so it is very. I'm thinking that it will do a very good job, but because I've seen it giving boost to my voice, it is cancelling the outside noises, and also it is very great in boosting my voice and which which is making my voice more louder and clearer than ever before. But yeah, quality must be compromised. That is something I really do don't like. Oh yeah, I, I really didn't like it that in my past recordings or to be exact my past episodes so this time yeah but the only problem is that exporting the audio is taking lots and lots of time so i'm thinking like okay so let me make this you know like you know let me make this in parts and let me see how much time it makes so this time it's again segments you know that i st uh, if you are listening to all of my episodes you may know that I I tried to make episodes in segments and then I miserably failed. This time also, I'm trying my best to do my best. So you can see my improvement as well as you can see me going forward. So this time, really, let me talk about Tiananmen Massacre. So really, I have talked about it in the previous two recordings, which I didn't publish it. I think I'll be publish it in the next year or anywhere in between. I really don't know when or whether I will upload or not. But yeah, Tiananmen Square Massacre is one of the most, uh, you know, like coordinated um, revolution against the communist government in the in the history of Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, after the nationalists have jumped out and the Chinese mainland China had become an major hold or to be exact complete hold of the communist party the 1989s tiananmen square yeah it happened in the entire spring season of china's weather sorry the of china's uh, year calendar it happened entire spring the 1989 spring is one of the things which the communist party wants its citizens to forget and it is one of the things which shows that even in times of oppression and uh, brutality there may be a hope but now there is another type of hope which is going on as of today hong kong protests why these people so now the government also wants to squash these protesters make a whole on uh, state of china rather than a special administrative regime but if you really are a history interested person or if you have ever known about the history of china and the United Kingdom, you may know that in 1994, Hong Kong, sorry, British and China have signed a pact which says that up to another 50 years, 
or yeah really up to another 50 years they might and they must uh, the chinese government mustn't have to interfere in hong kong laws or in hong kong's autonomy sorry authority or in any other security issues or to be exact in any issue but you know the chinese communist government is more keen to annex hong kong into it and to make it a complete functioning chinese province or to be exact a mega city uh, combined with the the border cities of gangzhou and also the other city the name i really don't know about so coming back to here there is so much speculation of you know there must be so many things changed in hong kong if china could ever annex hong kong so but that will be my topic for another day when it actually happens and then i'll think that it, there will be world war 3 because of hong kong i'm not surprised recently when us had inter interfered in hong kong matters and said that china will be facing sanctions from the united states of america china had said that hey you us why you are doing like this mm, this is the internal issue between china and the united kingdom why you are coming in between uh and now when united kingdom stepped in and said that what you you are doing to hurt the autonomy of hong kong is wrong china is saying that hmm okay let me frame some story uh so as i said before before 1994 in 1987 that hong kong sorry britain and china have signed and pact which says that yeah the 50 years autonomy as well as there are many things in between uh, which i'll be discussing now so the 1987 pact is very important rather than the 1994 annexation act uh, the 1987 act was the founding stone of hong kong being uh, given to china so let me talk about this act this act says that hong kong will retrieve its basic law even after it is annexed, annexed to china and the law strictly prohibits or the or the act which as per chinese media itself is protected by international laws oh really no only some of the acts which are signed by china are protected by international law like the 1890 treaty but not this 1987 treaty no it's not i'll be talking about that later and also i, I recently saw a very interesting video of a rather beautiful mind fucking girl who said about something about doklam back in back in doklam crisis let me continue this i'll be continuing this just after a small break yeah it there will be ad in the future but not now that's the only thing i want to make sure so to place ads in the future i'm doing this thank you so yeah where we are oh really coming to that when uk had interfered in the matters and said that china must have to back off from the national security law the national anthem law china had said that the 1987 convention so let us listen in the words of mr foreign minister spokesperson who really gives briefings about major issues his name is something i really don't care to know but yeah, let me say in his words i'm quoting uh the china which had signed a pact with uk is a unilateral one it it, it has been signed by a person and it is not china is not ought to be bound by it okay what the fuck man really 
your leader whom you have in congress elected had given put a, a sign along with british then prime minister and you were saying now that because of only one person had signed it it really doesn't have any value okay let me quote i'll never quote once again okay so then what in the fuck had happened to this china really it just is so much wearing that no country believes it and now there's another country which really talks more in in types of democracy liberty and all of the dirty things but it really does it follows no america you're right baby america really doesn't they say to the world that democracy american values are democracy liberty equality justice which is unfortunately not followed in america itself rather live south korea and the and the, and allies of america uh, even south uh, even south korea also has a good grip on democracy these days but not us itself proof the ongoing protests uh, that shows how much racism is being implanted in american society culture police jobs and everywhere else even in music let me quote what uh, she is a little older than me so i am I, i really don't know whether bilalish i said something very major about this she had said that uh, there is double standard in music industry so the whites who are performing are given are given tags of pop whereas blacks are given rap and r&b so which is very much discriminative she also said that there are many black people who do this pop songs and and also belaili said condemned herself uh, she had said that many people tag me as a pop artist and do you ever see any pop in my songs which is a really interesting matter that belaili said said that i think it may be her or uh, it may be her maturity is so much high that even she had talked something which even no one uh, like eminem would also have talked about so let me leave them to this own things and let me move on so you know it sends america i'm talking about now sends troops to iraq sent troops to iran sent troops to everywhere in the world syria everywhere uh, to maintain peace and stability and democracy Oh, unfortunately, Iraq is a democracy now. Yeah, but the the current regime is supported by United States. Let me leave them to their own quarters, and let me move on. Now the protests are happening, and yeah, you may be thinking that these protests these protests are real. Ah, oh, sorry, they are started now. They have started now, and you may be thinking that, oh, okay, yeah, but. you know the 5% of people who never are doing this violent things are not this part of the other 95% who are making you know this peaceful protest and who are there are even white people who are anti racist who are coming out and making their own voice heard out and now mr donald trump just wants publicity he is making campaign videos 
out of these space successes of SpaceX showing rocket into space, uh, sorry, to the ISS. And also, George Floyd's death is being used as a campaign ad video, which had been unfortunately taken down with every place, whatever is available. I think you must have to search it on YouTube or elsewhere to see it. And also, it had used imagery of NASA's retired astronauts and their children as a campaign ad. You know, NASA is a government agency. So, you know, we really, in America, they must really doesn't have to use government imagery to show themselves. And now, once again, uh, coming back to America once again. So now Trump is just tears gassing everyone on his way just to make a way for himself. What kind of president he is? Huh? If the same thing happens in North Korea, he says that it's very bad. I really don't know that Mr. Kim Jong-un is this much bad. And if it happens in his own country, he just goes, holds a Bible, holy Bible, and then takes a photo op. So now, that is something ridiculous and that is something no one, even a foreigner, can bear. Why? Because we see America as a role model for ourselves. Uh, not me, but most people. But then, yeah, if you see America doing these like things, that definitely means that America is in serious trouble. Now. And Donald Trump is just making with his nonsense and childish mind more worse. Yeah, uh, I am just saying his, his, his speeches are mind childish like child his actions are not unfortunately you know the locker room incident in 2016 campaign and also you know many other charges and many other things he said about women uh, eventually even for Indians I need not to say about uh, Ivanka's dating thing and also yeah Tiffany thing most of Americans know yes, if you really don't know one interviewer has asked Trump what do you see in Tiffany of you and of Maria? So she had, he had said that uh, Tiffany had got legs, Maria's legs. And this part he just showed uh, on his chest part. He had just touched his sessions. I really don't know now. Who in the fuck sees her daughter like that? Okay, who in the human sees a small child like that? Um, Except for Donald Trump, I think he is not even human. I consider him as an alien who is just too much ahead of his time. Or, to be exact, he's not even aliens. Aliens will uh, mourn if we have compared him to aliens. Uh, I really don't know. Humans may also, aliens may also have some alienity, which Trump lacks. He kills people just to make his way to a photo op. There are many things to discuss, but. I have to move to China, unfortunately, but because episode doesn't end without China. Now, today, there is a talk going between, mm, you're right, China and India. So, there, there are military-level talks of, with drawing standoff, but China is stubborn, saying that India had came into their border, and they don't give a fuck about it. But, yeah, you know, as I already said earlier, Baidu is consistent, whereas Google Map is not. So it makes more 
I'll be talking about that later. So let me discuss about a video which had made rounds in 2017 Doklam crisis. Uh, how does the Chinese media very simply and very, you know, like casually just trolls Indians? Uh, I'll be giving, if I can, link in the description. You can just check it out. Uh, that is called Seven Sins, or to be exact, as per the host pronunciation itself, Seven Scenes. Yeah, scenes, you're right. Yeah, like the scenes in the movie Bahubali. Yeah, scenes. Uh, in that, she had raised out seven faults of India, and most of them revolve around security. So, let me talk about security now. Okay. So, when China is building roads in the Galwan Valley, uh, in Ladakh region, we were like, why it is building roads here? But because we know when China builds roads, it is meant to occupy or to make its military presence more. You know, as Aksai Chin or the place where China is building it is a part of Indian sovereign te territory, as Indians claim it. So we are very much afraid. And we, uh, you know, like we have kept our military presence over there. And also there is Chinese military presence there before we have came there. Why? Because they are building the roads over there, so they are there. And now, from a mind of, from a neutral perspective, let me explain. So when two hostile country forces come face on face in a, you know, like most, yeah, you're right, mostly this uh, disputed areas, for standoffs will happen. So it had happened even in the same thing here but now security reason is something yeah you know india has its india for india uh, jammu kashmir is the only problematic region the most problematic region so india is afraid about its security and its sovereignty over there but for china everything is a security issue mongolia turkmenistan tajikistan Taiwan, Japan, South Korea. There are 14 literal countries, if we even include Taiwan, with, with which China has its own problems. So, yeah, this is something I am just saying. Now just decide. India has only two, or to be exact, more exact, three countries for which we have disputes. With Bangladesh disputes have been solved. There are only two countries, leave Sri Lanka, leave Myanmar. There are just uh, some problems with them, but really don't have any disputed issues with them. So I'll be kind of covering them later. But China has problems with over 14 countries, or to be exact, with every country it borders. Uh, even Russia. Yeah, you know, when you may think that when Putin and Xi Jinping are eating together caviar, you may think that, oh, they're really good friends and they don't have any problems. But that's wrong. In the southeastern border of Russia, or to be exact, near North Korea, in the tri-junction, there are some disputed spots. So for that, I'll be taking another episode. But for now, every day and day, and now also there has been some interesting news just coming up. There are 13,000 phones which are made of duplicate IMEI numbers, or to be more exact, same IMEI number. Yeah, and more 
fortunate thing or more unfortunate thing, sorry, is that the 13,000 phones are made by Vivo or to be exact by BBK Electronics or to be more correctly accurate by the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, you really may be thinking that what is there in this and what is the difference in this? The only difference here is that it's Chinese company and also IMEA number violating and if the country manufactures the same, it is something which must be lawsuited and it will only fuel the India-China uh, consumer war which is going on right now. Even Chinese netizens are taking to Weibo to buy caught Indian products, mostly clothes. I really do doubt why because, yeah, you know, there are many things which are happening over lately, but China is threatening India, not India is not threatening China. And that is something I want our leaders and all over everyone to remember. And also this makes more and more obvious, or to be exact, more obvious, that we have to support Taiwan. And we have to recognize it as a separate country, so that it may be a back slap on CCP's face. Uh, once again, before just going, I want to make sure, I, a, a disclaimer to be exact, that I don't hate the people of China. They too are people like me and like you. But the only difference is that they are ruled by a doctrine government and the government just do atrocities like no one else. And also, I've already explained it in many, many, many episodes that the only difference between China and North Korea, you know, even China has its own gulags. Yeah, you're right. Or we education camps, or the, as the government, as the CCP calls it. Uh, the only difference is that North Korea doesn't have money or infrastructure to cover it up, whereas China has money, infrastructure, manpower, and also uh, in soft power, everything to cover it up. Uh, with this, you must have to know that China is as much as dangerous country as North Korea. And exactly, you may be even more safer in North Korea rather than in China. It is true. So for that, you must have to see interview with Yonmi Park by China Uncensored uh, host Chris Chappell. Really explained about, yeah, she really had explained about how hell is China is. Why? Because in North Korea, she used to starve, but in China, she, she used to be abused, sexually abused, physically abused, and she, she saw hell over in China. But yeah, that may, that may not be the same for every person in China, but still, to be exact, North Korea may be a safer place than China. This is not exaggeration. This is the truth. Uh, you, you may be in the vicinity of nuclear fallout, but you may not be in a constant threat of war. But the only thing which is stopping China is its own diplomatic pressure, but nothing else. If there is no diplomatic pressure and we allow China to grow, as we have already done in the past 20 years or 30 years, we may be seeing a monopoly on global superpower which will be China. But now the good news is that the China's economic growth is slowing, but also there is a good news along with bad news. With China's economic growth slowing, it is seeing for opportunities to seize power so that it, it can drive its economy. And power first comes from India. Why? Because India is the rival and also closest neighbor to China. And also it is vibrantly different. Why? Because most of the countries which uh, border China are either slaves of it 
or have same ideology of it. If not, don't really interfere in China or don't really care about China. But India does all of this. It lives in a different ideology. It hosts different people. And also, there are many differences. So the first thing China wants to, and also India is a rival for China in industrialization and in economic development. So yeah, what you may be thinking is true. You know, China has almost problems with every other country. And what I, where I am, already forgotten in some A's of getting my calls on. And also there are many things which I have to cover though. So for that, I really don't know what is happening over in China. But still from whatever perspective, perspective I saw it, India is also rival of China. So, you know, India will be the first place to seize its power. And India will be the first place which China will make sure that it may be occupied or it can seize power from. So good news is that China will not be the global superpower if its economic growth economic growth slowdown continues. And another thing is that, yes, there will be a trade war, a cold war, or rather a military war between India and China if China seems worse. Why? Because it wants to distract its citizens from its unrest, which I had said very, very long before that the China's ideology, even before most of the news agencies have said that word, I have said it before. So, yeah, really, they may not have listened to me and they may have copied me, but still, you know, yeah, my ideologies and most of the analysts' analysts ideologies match too much. So, China will see an alternative by declaring a war on in India. It wants to bring its nation together, saying that na national integrity, sovereignty, and may all may work. But what will happen if a war really breaks out? I may not, I have never paid attention or really never cared about what happens. But from now, from today, I'll try to research on it and I'll be definitely be posting it. And also, there's another important update for you. China wants to develop the Gadwar port as a military base. Yeah, you're right. From the satellite images, from what I've been shown in media houses, or in any way, really, I got there and checked out the satellite images. There are being security guard posts and also fences and also high tower, which can, which means that there will be armed guards over there. So it may be, as already China had overtook the port and uh, to be exact, it had leased the port from Pakistan. But so it can build a, build a naval base. If for people who don't know, China has already has a naval base over in Gijibauti, in Africa, yeah, to be exact, in the near the Horn of Africa, or to the north of Somalia, for people who know about Somalia pirates. So now, with these two ports, uh, there will be more unrest. You know, China will become more powerful. Before that, we have the advantage of trade, route, trade routes. Why? Because every tra everything from China must have to pass through Pacific, must have to take a precious journey to Pacific to go to America or to Europe or otherwise take a short flight from India or to the Indian Ocean, which will make a good reason if a war really breaks out. For more updates, please stay tuned and I'll be back tomorrow for another episode.